I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hey guys, welcome back to Forward Farming. Uh, I'm going to be doing a little solo episode today. I don't have a whole lot to talk about, um, but I just want to drop drop a little reminder for you guys that uh, it's okay to get off the farm and take a vacation every once in a while because, boy, howdy is it needed. Um, Dan and I uh, took Porter down to Florida uh, this last week to go visit my grandma. Uh, we went down to Fort Myers Beach. I've been going um, down there since I was... I was Porter's age. Uh, my mom has been going there her whole life. Mom, like it's a multi-generational thing. We've just always been going to Fort Myers Beach and it's and it's so good. I've been looking forward to this trip for such a long time, but I'm not going to lie, traveling with a two and a half year old, uh, especially as busy as Porter is, we had been losing a lot of sleep about how we were going to handle a three hour plane ride with a toddler plus like an hour ride in the car from the airport to my grandma's hotel. So I'm going to kind of walk you guys through what we did um, as far as that goes, but also just a friendly reminder of how nice it is to get away from the farm for a little bit because it had been a while since we had taken any time as a family to get away um, together. So this was, this was very much needed. Um, so uh, let let's just jump right into it. So I I've been prepping for this trip since uh, we'd been planning it um, since like August, end of August, beginning of September, and I began doing a ton of research on the best ways to fly with a toddler. Um, we decided to fly um, Sun Country Airlines, which I've flown before um, and was a little skeptical because they're um, they're an airline. Like my mom says, I we like if I am choosing to to fly somewhere, I personally choose Delta uh, to fly with. I feel like the the service is just great, but I feel like there are certain demographic where if I didn't feel comfortable bringing a two year old onto a plane because I didn't know people how people would react on like a Delta flight versus like Sun Country. My mom said is for people with more time than money, which rude but also kind of true um on our flight down it was majority of kids like under the age of five and people over the age of like 60 on that flight there was really no in between because like toddlers and their parents toddlers and babies and their parents and then just like retired folks who are looking for a cheap flight um but sun country is also an airline where the the tickets are very low in price um, but they they charge you for every little thing. So every bag is an additional charge, like your seat. If you want a pre-select seat, um, they charge you for that. Uh, to have a carry-on, they charge you for that. So it's just like every little thing is an additional um, price. But overall, it was really great. Um, we had great service. We flew out of Madison directly to Fort Myers. So that was a big thing for us, is we knew this was going to be a little bit of a longer flight. So we wanted to make sure it was direct. So um, it was we flew directly from Madison to Fort Myers Beach, and it was great. It was just under three hours, um, and everybody was super nice and accommodating on the way down there. And the the thing I looked into right away was the seating arrangements. So um, I I didn't know 
the best way for him to sit because he is a pretty big kid. Like he's two and a half, but he's the size of a five-year-old. So I was like, um, I don't know if I should just get a harness for him. That kind of like slides over the back of the seat and it buckles um, like a car seat harness because that's an option. There is a, a FAA regulated like harness that I found on Amazon that I could have used. Um, otherwise, I was like, I don't want him to sit in the seat by himself, and he's certainly not going to be sitting on one of our laps at an entire time. So um, I, I learned that you can actually take your car seat onto the plane and just buckle it in uh, like normal, and then I thought that would be easiest for him, uh, just so it's a little bit more familiar for him. Um, it just felt like a safe place for all of us. That way he could be contained like really well and he would feel more comfortable than just sitting in a seat with, can you hear him? Uh, than with just a buckle on his lap. So that's the route we opted for. Um, I loaded up his tablet with a bunch of movies and a bunch of games that he had never played before. So I was hoping uh, that would distract him throughout the length of the flight. It did not. Surprise, surprise, toddlers aren't going to go for what you think makes the most sense. They want to do what works for them, which rude. <laughs> uh, so all of the movies, everything, he didn't want anything to do with that. He just wanted a game um, on, on Dan's phone that he played for most of the flight. Um, and it was fine. It was fine. He didn't complain about the pressure, uh, the elevation change or anything. We made sure we filled up um, a water cup full for him so we could just like shove it down his throat when we were taking off and when we were landing we packed a bunch of snacks um and we did an evening flight too so uh he stays up late anyway so we thought like uh, what time was it like a seven o'clock flight flight would be fine um we landed in florida like around 11 and then we got to my grandma's around midnight and it worked out pretty well because he went to sleep almost as soon as we landed uh or as soon as we got all settled into the condo. We got him changed in his pajamas. And then we were all asleep within an hour. So that wasn't as bad as we thought it would be, thankfully. Um, but while we were down in Florida, boy, oh boy, was he a different child. Um, when we left here in Wisconsin, the temperature was like, it was starting to creep up in the 50s for the first part of February, which is wild. That's, that's so warm. Um, so it was a little concerning uh, leaving the farm. Uh, when it's starting to get that warm because um, we do have ice protecting the cranberry vines right now and and we wanted to get a lot more sanding done than what we had done before we left so it was kind of like a it was almost a guilty feeling like should we cancel this and get work done or is it even going to be worth it if we do stay home is is the work going to be done because the temperatures are rising so quickly and we just said you know what we got the important stuff done uh, when we could so yeah this is this is top priority uh to just just get away for a week uh so we did and it was it was 50s while we were gone and while we were in florida it was we were we got there right during a cold snap <laughs> uh so we got there on thursday and friday it was like it was a low 70s, like upper 60s, low 70s, which I know it sounds it sounds nice. But when you think about it being only 10 degrees cooler in Wisconsin, it wasn't so nice. <laughs> um, so the first day we were there, um, we went to the beach. Uh, we got to play around a little bit in the sand. He loved that. He is big into tractors and scooping dirt and all that stuff. So he went down to the beach and then uh, we went to the pool. 
which he's never done before. He's never swam in a pool, so that was really fun uh, to do that with him. Um, the second day is a little bit cloudy, so we went to the zoo. And I don't know if it was just like him adjusting to a new schedule or like all just being super overstimulated and not having like a real rest, like a real time to just kind of decompress since we got there. We went to the zoo and it was just awful. <laughs> Uh, he was having like a full toddler, like a two-year-old kind of day where nothing was, nothing was right. Nothing was how he wanted it to go. Nothing was how we wanted it to go. But um, we went as a family to the zoo and it was, it couldn't get over with fast enough, honestly. <laughs> he had fallen and scraped up his arm and it was just like this whole big thing. And it was, uh, whatever. So we went home. Um and just kind of decompress a little bit. And then Sunday, he was kind of, it was still really hard for him to get up and like be in a good mood. Um, and Sunday, it was a rainy day and there were tornado warnings in our area, which um, the last time we went on vacation in August, we took a weekend trip down to Iowa. There was also uh, tornadoes right by where we were staying. So I was like, mm, is this just our omen when we travel now is tornadoes? Like, maybe this is a sign that we should not be traveling anymore um but we didn't have a tornado so we're, we're gonna count that as a win um and we just kind of hung out that day and it cleared up by the afternoon so we went down and swam some more uh, monday it was raining again so we went to a children's museum ran out some energy there um and it was great because there's a thomas to train exhibit at that museum he loves thomas to train so it worked out really well and it was just a nice kind of slow weekend or a slow week like that where we were just doing things, um, everything Porter related. And it was a really good time spent as a family. But man, getting him used to a new schedule like that. And, and I think a big problem was, too, that we were really pushing screen time, which is something that we're trying to work on as a family, too. Like if he starts to get panicky, it's just like our first instinct to be like, no, 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 be quiet. Here's a screen to kind of calm him calm you down in a public setting um because when we got home and and that wasn't like that wasn't that's not how I do things at home it's not like I'm going to throw a screen at him at home it's like no we're going to work this out but when you're in a public setting it's just like oh my god don't look at us like don't look at us as bad parents if our child is screaming so we're just trying to make him quiet as soon as possible so that's something we're working on uh, because it was a big reality check when, you know, he would be awake and like the tantrums were just getting worse and worse because he couldn't get that screen time that he was used to getting, you know, like the day before, the night before, whatever. Um, it was honestly like watching a drug withdrawal through somebody like they need that high of the, the screen. And then when they can't have it, it's like the world is ending and, and it never stops. Uh, so we learned a lot. Um, in that sense of how screens affect um, our two-year-old because holy moly are we working on that right now <laughs> so uh, that was kind of like the biggest takeaway from vacation otherwise um, traveling home it was it was okay again um, the the travel day was just like a, I don't care how much screen time you have as long as you are behaving kind of a day <laughs> I know how bad that sounds but you know what? Judge me. It was, <laughs> we got to the airport and everyone in the Florida airport was just so, I don't know what was, what was going on, but everyone was just in a terrible mood. Um, 
like nobody like there's no smiling faces when you're walking through the airport everyone is just so rude and and rushing and like pushing us out of the way and it it was gross so uh the flight home was pretty good he he finally sat down with his tablet and he was watching um the paw patrol movie that i loaded on there and he was just he was just having fun and playing games and then um probably like 30 minutes out we flew into madison again obviously and um the the pilot had told us ahead of time that we were expected to hit some turbulence over like nashville which we never did thankfully um but when we got closer to home like 30 minutes out porter had like this huge meltdown because all he wanted to watch was miss rachel and i did not plan for him to want to watch miss rachel because like he hasn't he hasn't wanted her in in a while so i didn't think he had moved on from miss rachel to blippy Lippy is big in our house right now. And uh the excavator song, if you know, you know, it never it never ends here. <laughs> but um he was screaming, Miss Rachel, Miss Rachel, Miss Rachel, and all of a sudden, like the pilot comes on, he's like, Okay, we're gonna start our descent now. And then like you could just feel the like it felt like we were descending very quickly. And we hit like this god awful patch of turbulence. It was very short lived, but it was awful. Um, I'm a, I'm not a very good flyer. I'm a very nervous flyer. So hitting that turbulence, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to throw up. Um, and I could just feel like my anxiety creeping up and I was like, oh no, this is awful. Um, then we landed in, it looked like it had been raining. I was like, that's weird. I didn't see any rain in the forecast for today. And then I, I turned my phone off of airplane mode and I got a text from my brother. He's like, have you landed yet? I was like, yep. And he said, so you flew around a tornado because there was a tornado uh, that that touched down like 20, 25 miles from Madison. And I, I'm pretty sure that's a turbulence that we had felt like as we were landing, this tornado was going through. And he's like, the good news is uh, it's traveling in the opposite direction of which you are going to be traveling now. So you should be good. But yet you just you just dodge a tornado during that flight. It's like cool cool so there's another tornado so i don't know if that's that's just our thing if it if if that's my sign uh that we should be staying closer to home so um anyway we made it home fine and we're back into our routines we jumped into that pretty quickly and uh looking back now that i'm out of like the the thick of it looking back uh what i do it again I feel like next year would have been a lot. E I feel like last year would have been easier and next year would have been might be easier. But like this age and like with with his personality, it was tough. It was a tough vacation. There was a lot of big meltdowns. It was just a lot of a lot of feelings <laughs> being felt. Um, I think he had fun. It was really great to spend that time with my grandma, too. I know she loved um, having Porter around and and hopefully us <laughs> around too. Um, but I'm really glad that we spent that time with her. I don't know if Porter's going to remember this trip. I doubt it. Do two-year-olds remember this kind of thing? I don't remember things from when I was two, I guess. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but next year, I think it'll be, it'll be a little bit easier, hopefully. Um, and, and I learned a lot. I think Dan learned a lot. <laughs> And it was it was good, but um, I'm glad that we got that time as a family. I I feel like it was a good, a good little reconnect for everybody. Um, so yeah, 
yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we went. Uh, it was stressful. It was hectic. But life with a toddler is like that anyway. So it was just being hectic in a different state. <laughs> um, but if you guys have any more travel tips for us, please send them our way. Uh, we didn't, <laughs> like, people are kind of like, I don't know if they're joking or not, but they're like, oh, you should, like, give him Benadryl or melatonin or something to calm him down for the flight. And, and we don't do that now, so I would feel bad if we did that just just to make our lives easier. I don't know. I was like, mm, yeah, it would be nice, but do do I want to I want to do that? <laughs> so we did not. Uh, we did not we did not take that advice, but um the the car seat on the plane I think was a really big help and then we also I found this um car seat stroller type like dolly thing where the car seat uh it had like little buckles on the bottom so you could just clip the car seat into this dolly and then just push your kid in this dolly attached in his car seat and we did that um all the way through the security lines and stuff so and we just gave him his tablet so he could play a game while we went through the security lines uh so i think that saved us big time and while we got off the plane we just kind of kept him in his car seat and just wheeled him to get our our luggage and stuff so that was that was pretty slick too if anybody is traveling and and wants um a link to that just let me know and I'll, I'll send it over your way um but yeah uh the the other cool travel hack that i did with with porter's clothes because i got a shoe organizer like you know the ones like the plastic uh shoe organizers that hang over the door and they're just like those plastic pockets um i packed all of his outfits in that and i just like took uh shorts and t-shirt that went together rolled them up and then shoved them in the shoe pockets like same with his swimsuits and like a swim shirt roll those up together and just put them in that way and then when we got there I just took out um the shoe thing and then you can hang it up if you want hang it up and then that way all of your kids clothes are just in one one place it was pretty easy um and that fit in just like a carry-on roller luggage so we could just take that on a plane because I didn't want that getting lost um through the airport so I just took it on a carry-on his bing bang boom super easy um yeah that's 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 where we have been the last week we were in florida it was chilly but we had a good time um we had a lot of laughs porter had fun we ate, ate some pretty good food a lot of fish porter had a lot of french fries and ice cream <laughs> and now we're kind of getting back into the reality of things and and doing a little bit of a detox uh because that was a lot of a lot of vacation food. It was needed. It was good for the soul. I felt recharged uh, coming home, um, and I had a lot of time to think about about how I want to move forward um, with social media. Um, if if I wanted to move forward with social media, because I haven't been really feeling it lately, it just it just hasn't felt like a happy place for me lately. Um, and I'm I'm trying to figure out ways. If I want to put in the effort to make it feel like a happy place again, or if I just kind of want to fizzle out for a little bit, <laughs> and and I have been fizzling out since since like Thanksgiving. I feel like I haven't I haven't put in a ton of effort, and I don't know if I want to keep putting in a ton of effort. But we'll see. We'll see. I thought of a new series that I could do, um, doing more cooking videos because again, like I'm not out on the marsh as much as I used to be. Uh, so it's hard to keep up with like the the old content that I used to do, and I'm I've been really struggling to like 
find a way to shift from that. But I think I found a new outlet, which I'm excited to start working on. Um, and and hopefully you guys are excited to see that as well. Anyway, um, with that being said, as far as the podcast go, um, I've mentioned this before, but Becca and I have kind of this season we're broadening our horizons as far as guests go. So we are reaching out to some of our favorite uh, female um, egg. I don't want to call them influencers, but let's just say our favorite female farmers and egg people on, on social media. So um, if you've missed the first two guests of the season, we talked to Grace uh, last week and we talked to Emma um a couple of weeks ago. And if you've missed both those episodes, go back and listen to them because they are, they're so fun. And <laughs> I love talking to both of them and we have some more guests lined up for the future. But if you guys have anybody that you love following on social media, whether they be in Wisconsin or not, please send them our way. Um, we would love to connect with them and get them on the show. So you guys can hear a little bit more about their story. Um, because I, I think it's just so fun to hear hear different people's perspectives and and learn more about the industry that they're in and in their life story. I just love hearing people's stories. It's fun. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this little rant and a little catch up with me. My microphone cut off. So apologies if uh, it sounds a little bit different, but thank you guys so much for listening. Again, if you have any guest suggestions or topic ideas for us, um, to cover this season, we would love to hear that. Uh, feel free to shoot us an email over at forwardfarmingpod at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, you can shoot us a message on Facebook or Instagram or leave a comment on YouTube because we've been a little bit more consistent with that. Uh, find us over at Forward Farming Podcast. You can find me over at Cranberry Chats and Becca is over at Becca Hilby. Or you can find her and her family's farm on YouTube. Uh, at Hilby Family Farm. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.